in tonight on the belt of truth and uh in Ephesians that says having your loins girt about with the belt of with uh having your loins girt about with truth and the thing about the belt about the the belt that the romans wore was that it they could hang their sword on their belt and they could hang their shield on their belt the shield that they would hang on their belt was a smaller shield that they used in hand-to-hand combat and uh, not the one that they used to deflect the arrows that they hung on that they would hang on their on their belt but um so basically your sword and your shield hinges on your belt or hinges on the belt of truth so having your loins girt about with truth is a pretty pretty big thing um if you're not in the truth then you're obviously you know you're you're not where you need to be or being taught something that's not of god or that's not truth that's not good sound doctrine but uh i want to read a verse here in john chapter 14 if you have your bibles you can turn to john chapter 14 and uh that's where i'm going to read my first scripture but this is based on tonight and like I said, the uh, this is another part of the armor that I'm going into. And um, so Jesus said here in verse 6 of John chapter 14, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. Let's pray over the word before I get started. Lord Jesus, I thank you again for this opportunity, Lord, to to share your word, Lord, and and to bring forth your word, Lord, as you revealed it to me, God. Lord, I can't do this without you, Lord, because I just, I'm not able to bring this out, Lord, without your help. And God, I ask you, Lord Jesus, to use me as your vessel tonight, Lord God, as your oracle. Help me, Lord, to bring this word forth, Lord, as you have revealed it to me, that it help us, Lord God, in these days to come, Lord Jesus. And God, I thank you and I praise you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So Jesus said, I am the way. The word way here means a course that it, that may be used in going from one place to another. So basically you could say it's a route home. So normally a way, when you're going down a way, or you choose your way, you're choosing a path that you're going to go on. And you're going to... Follow that path until you reach the point that it leads to, or in other words, the goal. Jesus said that he is the way, meaning he is the way that we should follow. He is the goal that we should reach. Or when we follow that path and we, we, we're following after Jesus, because he told us to follow him, to follow his ways, to be like him. So in order to follow him, we have to follow the way that he has shown or the way that he has laid out for us, the path, so to speak, that we're supposed to follow and if you don't follow the path and you venture off of the path then when you venture off of the path you're going to end up in a different destination instead of ending up where you're supposed to be being led to so when he said that and he said i am the, the truth so the truth meaning like i was saying earlier the belt of truth having your loins girt about with truth meaning everything that all the rest of the armor hinges on the belt or hinges on truth now think about this the helmet the helmet doesn't touch the belt the helmet you wear on top of your head so if you wear the helmet on top of your head you're supposed to have the mind of christ meaning 
you should change and have the instead of having your own mind or the mind of the world or following after the world you're supposed to be like i was saying the other night following after god so you're supposed to have the mind of christ but it doesn't touch the the belt of truth it's not physically touching but it's touching part of your body but it's actually touching your mind meaning your mind's got to be like god but the things that touch the belt are your breastplate your shield and your sword like i was saying earlier they would hang a smaller shield on their belt and they would hang their sword on their belt and their breastplate is also touching the, the belt and is touching the tunic underneath or the shirt underneath it so the belt of truth you have to have the shield the sword and the breastplate hinged on truth meaning you have to be in the truth and like i was saying each and every piece of armor they work together and you can't have just one because if you have just one the other one it's not going to work right because you don't have the rest of the armor on so in order for it to work right you have to have them all on working together in unity and later on i'll bring that out in a later a later session on it on how all of it works together but he said i am the way i am the truth and i am the life now think about this in john chapter one it says in the beginning was the word the word was with god and the word was god and without him was nothing was there nothing made meaning everything that was made god made it and god made it and he gave it life without him there would be no life if you take god out of the picture and totally eliminate him like the atheists want to do they want to say there is no god well if you took god out of everything and nothing would work nothing would live nobody would be alive why because god is life without him you will not have life so if you take him out of the out of the equation take him out of the factor then you ain't gonna have you're not gonna have life without him so if you get into a religion that doesn't believe Jesus is the way it doesn't believe that God exists and they want to believe in their own idols and I don't want to go into different religions because I don't want Facebook to kick me off here or put me in Facebook jail for something I say that that might offend somebody but without Jesus you you have nothing Without him, you there's there's no life. There there is nothing. So he is the only way, the only truth, and the only life. So, what is truth? Well, when you look at the word truth and you look at the definitions of the word truth, it's reality, actuality, and another definition is stability. You know, if you look at Christianity, true Christianity, somebody that, that, that believes in Jesus and they're, they've got him living inside of them and, and they're living for him to the best of their ability, you will see a stability about them. They'll be stable in their ways. They'll be stable in their life. They'll be stable in the way they think, stable in the way they act. When things happen, they'll be, they, they'll be grounded. They won't, like, flip out when things get all terrible around them and stuff. They have a sound mind to them. So... And saying that, the, the stability part of it, you can you can see. You can see the. But if you look at somebody that doesn't live for Jesus and that's not a Christian, then they don't have they don't have a stability about them. And they'll panic in moments when, you know, when the hard times hit and different things. And they don't have nobody to call on. But a lot of times they'll want to call on God or they'll call somebody that they know is living right. Hey, reach God for me. I need I need you to touch God for me and, and I need something to happen here 
So they know who to look for, but they don't know God themselves, and they don't want to. They don't want to subject their lives to Him. So this this is the major factor that you have to have in the armor. You have to have the belt of truth, and Jesus is the truth. There's there's no other truth out there. I mean, He plainly states He's the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me, meaning you won't get to heaven without him. You won't see you won't see the Father without Jesus, without following Jesus, without having him in your life. He's the only way to get there. There's no other way to get there. There's no other way to get into heaven. There's no other way to go where he is going to prepare a place for us to come back and receive him under receive us unto himself to take him there with us. There's no other way. Now, what about this one? If you look over in 2 Timothy chapter 2, 2 Timothy chapter 2, and I want you to think about something here. When a person is going to try to, to preach the gospel to somebody or try to preach the word to somebody, you have to know the whole word. You have to have this, this whole word in you. And the thing is, you, you, there's people out there that says the word contradicts itself. And there's areas in the Bible where you read it one place that says this, but you read it over here, and it sounds like it's saying something totally different. The Word of God doesn't do that. The Word of God doesn't contradict itself. And the way a person would find that out is by what it says right here in 2 Timothy chapter 2. You see, if a person doesn't study the Word of God, and then they get questioned about it, they get pinned up in a corner, and they have to explain something, or whatever, and they don't know what the Word of God says, and they're questioning on something that they've said, but they can't back it up with another section of the Word, or they can't explain it according to the Word, then they're, they're going to be ashamed. And it says here that to study, to show yourself approved unto God, meaning you have to study the Word, you have to dig into it, find out what it says, and, and read it out the whole, and, you know, check the Scripture in another spot, make sure the Scripture, you know, is make sure you understand it, so to speak. Because you have to be approved by God for one thing, but also a workman that needeth not be not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. See the word of truth. This is truth. But you have to rightly divide the word of truth, meaning when you say one thing, it has to line up with the word and and its whole. And the whole thing, you, you can't, you can't say something that doesn't line up with the Word of God, basically is what I'm saying. And in order to know that it lines up with the Word of God, you have to study the Word of God to know what it says, so that when you do say something, you can prove it with the Word, so you won't be ashamed, and, and also God approve of it, that what you're saying is true. So, if somebody was to say that there is more than one way to God, it doesn't line up with the word. There's only one way to God, and Jesus plainly states that, saying he's the way, the truth, and the life. And no man can reach the Father but only by him. So if you say that there's more than one way, it's not lining up with the word of God. That person would be ashamed, and they're not approved of God to say something like that because it doesn't line up with the word of God. So how do you know if you're living in, how do you know if you're being taught the truth? How do you know if you're sitting under a preacher or a pastor that is teaching you the truth. You have to line up with what they're saying with the Word of God. If it doesn't line up with the Word of God, then it's not true. So you're not sitting under truth or under sound doctrine. And you have to be taught a sound doctrine 
But in order to be able to teach a sound doctrine, a person has to know what the Word of God says. So once again, they have to have their loins girt about with the Word of Truth. Have to have their loins girt about with truth. Have to have their loins girt about with the Word of God, every bit of it knowing what the Word of God says and that the Word of God that they're studying and reading is the Word of God and that they have an understanding of it. A person that needs an understanding of God is each and every one of us, not just a preacher, not just a pastor. Everybody needs to be digging into the Word of God and studying it to find out what it says for themselves so they'll know, for one thing, that they're being taught the truth or being taught sound doctrine. Also, if you ever get caught in a situation where somebody's asking you about the God you serve, you have to be able to explain to them in an understanding way or in a way where they can comprehend what you're saying, who Jesus is. You have to be able to share the truth with them, have to be able to share the word of God with them, have to be able to tell them in a way where they'll understand and they'll want, and they'll, have an, they'll be able to have an encounter with them. If you was caught by somebody and, and, ate, and then they asked you, how, what do I have to do to be saved? If you don't know how to explain that to them, then you need to dig into the word of God and find out how to explain to them how to be saved, how to, how to be able to show them who Jesus is, how to, how to be able to help them have an encounter with him so they can come to know God like you know him and so that they will be saved and have eternal life with you so that one day they can be over there with Jesus along with the rest of us so that when he does come back and takes us to where he is, then they will be able to be there too. So having your loins skirt about with truth so that the rest of your armor be under the truth, so that the rest of your armor will function properly the way it's supposed to. A lot of times the reason why our armor isn't very effective is because it's not under truth, or it's not all, we don't have each and every piece of armor on. So let me tell you a little something about, something I read tonight that I, I really like this verse. And, you know, and when we think about it, Think about God for a moment and think about whenever you get into a situation and you cry out to him and you run to him for help. Now think about this verse here whenever I read it. It says, he is the rock. This is Moses here in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 4. Moses says, he is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are judgment. A God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is he. You see, he is the rock of our salvation. He is the rock that we run to in the time of trouble. He is a rock that we build our house upon, that we build our stronghold upon. He is the, house, he is the rock that will stand forever and never, fall, never, never be moved. <laughs> you know, he's the cornerstone that was that the, the foundation of the temple. He's the cornerstone, and his work is perfect. There's not a thing that God does that ain't perfect. Everything that God does is perfect. Even whenever he does something that we don't think is perfect or we don't fully agree with, you got to remember, he knows what he's doing, and he don't make no mistakes. He sees the whole picture. We don't see the whole picture, but he does. And everything that we should do, Everything we do needs to line up with what he says. Everything that we live, everything that we walk and talk in this life needs to line up with what he says. Because you see, everything in this life doesn't matter 
as far as treasures that we lay up, as far as things that we have, what matters is our treasures that's laid up in heaven. That's where we need to lay our treasures up, is in a place where the moth can't come and destroy it. The thief can't come and steal it. And so that's where our treasure needs to be laid up at. We're in our eternal home where we're going one day. He says, in my father's house are many mansions. If, I, if there wasn't so, I wouldn't have told you. I go to prepare a place for you so that where I go, when I get it prepared and come back and get you, you will be there too. So that you can be there with me where I go. So that's where our treasures need to be set up. That's where our treasures need to be laid at. And each and every person needs to, needs to remember that, needs to keep that in mind. When things don't always seem like it's going right, just keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on him because he's what matters. If we don't have him in our lives, then we don't have nothing. He is the truth. He is the way. He is the life. That's what truth is. And that's what our armor needs to be based upon, is upon Jesus. There is no other. There's no other gods before him. There's no, no other gods after him. He is the one true and only God. And that's who we need to serve. And that's who we need to keep our eyes upon. And that's the path we need to follow. And the way that we need to go by is by Jesus. Let him lead God and direct us. Let him lay our paths out before us. Just like I was saying the other night about the gospel shoes. Having our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Living and walking this thing so when people see us, they see Jesus in us. They see the truth in us. So think about that tonight, and I uh, hope you enjoyed this, and uh, um, I'll try to get the next one up a little sooner, but I uh, hope you enjoyed it tonight. God bless y'all. Love y'all. Good night.